0: You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Hugo McLeod. Hugo, thanks so much for being with me today. My pleasure. My pleasure. Hugo, we're going to talk about your your work and, um, and public projects, but to begin with, where are you now? We're talking on Thursday, March 10th in 2022, and I know you're in... Um, Mexico, where you, where you live? What's, yeah. Where are you exactly now, and what's happening?
1: Uh, back in uh, Mexico. I live in Tulum, Mexico, where I built uh, my house and, and studios. So I'm back here working in the moment. And at the, at, at the moment, you're. I know there's a number
0: of things you're involved in, but let's talk about the Art Production Fund, uh, which is, of course, a public art um, production fund in New York. Can you tell me a little bit about the upcoming project that you're doing with the Art Production Fund?
1: Yeah, I'm just doing, um, well, I got asked to to be part of this, and it's more of uh, installation of pretty much all older work, uh, which they make vinyl cuts um, and do these kind of um, installs of these vinyl cuts all throughout uh, Rockefeller Center. So there's about 30, 30 or so images um, of old work mostly it's all actually the plastic work uh, dealing with kind of the subjects of labor and and social economics and materials and environment. Uh, And I'm also doing three new works that go into three different vitrines and kind of doing an installation around that using various materials um, that kind of relate to the conversation of the piece. So that installed April, we're installing April 9th um, and I, believe the opening is april 11th and then and you after talked about that the conversation
0: doing... and yeah, yeah before we go into that the, the vitrine and that conversation um tell me a little bit more about that what is what is that about and what is that uh general? uh
1: well you know i'm still putting it together fully but uh you know i just came back from senegal uh and uh a couple other places in africa And I collected, which I had originally done, I guess now maybe six or seven years ago when I first started the plastic works in India, Um, but I collected a bunch more of the polyethylene um, woven sacks. Uh, And the ones that I collected on this trip were from uh, coal distributors. So they're completely covered with kind of coal debris and coal dust. Uh, And one of the pieces that I'm doing kind of deals with the coal Um, the coal usage, which is, you know, used primarily in so many different other countries for, you know, uh, cooking, heat, uh, et cetera. And obviously there's controversy around coal, which COP26, one of the pieces that I did kind of dealt with, and that was one of the main subjects of the Environment uh, Summit that just happened, which was titled COP26. Um, So I'm going to be doing an installation kind of around the piece that is going to use these polyethylene sacks Um, in some type of creative way that's more of an abstraction, but kind of deals firsthand, obviously, with the situation and the, the discussion around that material
0: and 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 I, I like that so to talk about the discussion around that material because your your work is so much involved in that using you know plastic bags and vinyl and, and, and things you're you're discussing now instead of paint which has um you know a whole a whole history of its own and, and content of its own um now that you're you're beginning to work on these in that in that vitrine is that the materials themselves or or what is being um you see you said it's kind of abstracted so is there not a narrative in that vitrine or are we trying or is it trying to focus more on just the materials themselves?
1: Uh what do you mean as far as am I using the material in the vitrine? Yeah like, like like there's there's
0: there's obviously these pieces all around Rockefeller Center but then yeah I'm just trying to visualize the the, the vitrine
1: itself and so, I know that's something that's still coming together. Right so the piece that I'm making an actual painting with the plastic that I'm making uh, will deal with coal. You know, it's most likely going to be a, one of the porters that is like transferring the coal from the mine to, um, to distribute it in the market. Uh, but a, because the piece is obviously smaller than the vitrine, a vitrine, around the vitrine inside of it is kind of like a glass, like a glass viewing box. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something with the actual coal polyethylene sacks that I brought back. Um, and when I mean abstracted, it's more like I'm going to be cutting the bags open and creating, in the sense, like a backdrop and a foreground with the bags. Um, so when you know, it's not, it's using the material, even though the material actually used for this process or for this, um, for this work. Uh, it's more of a backdrop to the actual image.
0: And I'm glad, I'm glad we're talking about this because, of course, materials are such a, a huge part of your process. So to talk about your process a little bit, we're, uh, you know, again, in March 10th in 2022, so we're seem to be post-COVID now. Um, your practice changed during COVID. Is that correct? And and from, from what I understand, and now you're you're coming full circle in a way. There's there's something happening now in the spring of 2022 that was um that harkens back to what you were doing before the pandemic?
1: Well, you know, I, I look at myself as a as a material-based artist. You know, like all my previous work was using various different materials, whether it was the metal or the tar paper or um, the industrial tools to kind of create um, all my past work. Um, and the plastic, again, was a byproduct of, the first polyethylene sacks that I collected from India on a trip. Um, And the plastic, the whole thought process behind the plastic bag and reusing those within the space of art is twofold. You know, I, 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 like to find the depths of a material. So, you know, when, when it was metal, it's like, what is the manipulation of the metal that I can do? What is the manipulations and what's how far can I take tar paper, and so the plastic bags was the same. You know, they did a process in a sense to create these paintings in a sense of like how can I take a fixed material which is plastic and actually create a flow with it like I would with painting, because um, I never really considered myself as a as a painter per se in a sense of using paintbrush and canvas, and so the materials are always interesting interest in different ways. And when I started with the plastic work, it was more so I looked at it twofold. I, I came up with the process, and that was the studio part of it. But then the subject matter and kind of what I've always been interested in is kind of global, um, global – processes in the sense of like how people do things all around the world to let's uh, say survive but to make their livelihood um, in different manners of labor and different manners of process. Um, so having traveled extensively before the plastic work to different countries and, and living in a few different countries and spending a good amount of time you know I, I came across all these, these interesting ways that people do things and the plastic bags was such an interesting material because the idea behind or where my head was at, you know, when I, when I finally figured out the conversations that I wanted to have with the material, it was – the idea was to base the plastic pieces solely on trips, so taking trips to – back to Africa, back to Southeast Asia, back to even different parts of Europe where I could study um, process and a subject matter, but I could also, in that environment, collect plastic bags because, you know, you walk down the street, you see garbage on the street. You can collect plastic anywhere. And because all different places... I, I, I always found it very, you know, interesting in the idea that I can be in on Canal Street in New York and get a plastic bag there that says an address from Canal Street, from one of the shops. And in two days, that plastic bag could end up in Japan, and somebody could be reusing that bag. But it still has the the location mm-hmm. from where it came from. Um, so it's kind of like this transferring of hands, and this transferring that the material is – so global. And so the idea of getting these plastic bags from different countries where I'm studying different things and then using those pieces um, within the works was really interesting because it, for me, it's like, how can I get not really so the art critic or the art enthusiast uh, to um, be attracted to the work, but how can I get just the regular individual um, to be kind of pulled into the work. And, you know, I'll never forget, like, uh, one of the paintings that I did in the earlier Plastic Works was at uh, Art Basel, and I used uh, – it, it had various different things, but there's one little section I used um, the logo from basically the Mexican version of Walmart, which is called Chederal, Um and I used that. And a lady, is, this is just some random video that I saw of the work, but some lady was walking by the piece and saw it. She's like, oh, look, that's Cheddar Out. She was, she was Mexican, you know, and this is in Miami. And so automatically she was connected to the work because there was that familiarity of where it came from. And so that's, you know, pre-COVID, it was like I can take this material, I can travel, collect it, come back and tell a story. It connects people from around the world with this body of work. And then obviously COVID hit and, you know, been very much restricted from traveling. So now I just recently, a week ago, just got back from taking my first real trip again and kind of spending some time in Senegal and Morocco, back in Morocco and, you know, collecting some stories and some, some ideas And that's you know really the the idea around the plastic work, and and the stories you're
0: you're collecting are also part of that right? There's there's the work itself, which right there's your I mean the materials you're saying, but you said you're collecting uh, stories as well around the work.
1: Yeah, I just think it's you know the the material I'm just I'm using the you know the my my reason for using plastic bags isn't solely environmental. It's not like I'm making, um, it's not solely a conversation about single use plastic or environment. I'm using plastic as a material the same way I would use paint or metal. Um, Right. But, but I am also interested in environmental situations. I am, I am interested in like what is plastic doing and I've spent, a lot of time actually at plastic manufacturers um, talking with them, learning how plastic is made, seeing what they're doing in a sense of recycling. Um, I've also spent countless time in, you know, wastelands and, and scrapyards and recycling plants. So it's like, you know, my my interest is to understand all sides of the story. And then obviously, you know, just in the simple traveling through in different environments you see just the discarded plastic so you know there is there's two sides of the stories that i'm saying there's obviously the the material and the direct conversation to you know what is happening with plastic and and what is the what is the actual answer to kind of solve some of the issues and then there's the the conversation of the actual images that i'm creating that may deal with agriculture or may deal with you know coal um, coal mines or you know the salt flats in afar, uh, Ethiopia or you know different subject matters or even the, the porters and the, the migrants from Morocco um, you know I'm interested in all these different things that kind of deal with you know I think uh, simply put it just deals with the reality of what is happening in this world today you know I think I'm also trying to bring I don't want to say attractiveness and beauty, but I think it's more just attention to, you know, the day-to-day. It's not really just struggles, because I don't want to look at it from a negative space, but the day-to-day realities of our world. And I think art is an amazing tool, because even in some of those hardest, hardest, um situations you know i'm trying to bring some type of beauty or strength um to those to those situations
0: and and that and that kind of um there's a number of angles you're talking about there with with the materials which is so fascinating also the 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 material itself and where it's been and what it's done as as you alluded to is also a part of it right you know who who had this material what was it used for it seems that the materials themselves almost come with kind of an inheritance uh, a life of their own that that's being uh, transmuted by you uh, of course and, and and turned into material but but the materials themselves and the way you're traveling to get these these are in in some ways carry a, a a silent story almost that that is um like a, like an heirloom wood that that only maybe means something to certain people or with certain uh you know framing but these materials themselves seem to be of course loaded and and actually have a history right as opposed to a painting where you're you're using paint and it's fresh out of the tube and that may have all its origins but but you're using things that also have their own kind of, um, if I can say this, kind of psychic weight almost.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, you think about a plastic bag, as I said, like, you know, I, I have plastic bags here in Mexico that I brought from New York. You know, if I decide to throw that away and it gets picked up by somebody else, now somebody else is using it to transfer something. So, you know, it's kind of like this whole idea in the sense of, Transferring goods and things moving from one place to another. You know, it's being used as a tool, um, and it's also something. You know, plastic is a really—it's—it's it's obviously problem. You know, I'm I'm close to the beach, and you can go to the beach here, and you can see on the the sand just the microplastics. You know, you can you can see that it's an actual issue. Um, you know, whether you really see it or 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 don't see it, you know, stuff that is spilled on plastic bags. When I pick up bags from the side of the street or from a garbage, um, I was just in Morocco and at nighttime I was walking down the street and I guess something was unloaded on this, on the side of the street and all the debris was just left there. And there's these plastic strips with some type of um, logo or something on it. And there's these long strips, but it's just discarded and it had, you know, they're dirty. Um, but when, you, when I use those in paintings and the pieces, even that dirt or that smudge or that grease adds to, you know, I, I try to use that in very selective ways that it kind of adds to the the age of the image in a sense. You know, um, somebody that's working in a coal mine is obviously is not going to be clean uh, their clothes. They're going to be scuffed and dirty. So being able to use that, and it's actually from, you know, um, from that time that the bag has been around. You know, and, I, and, I, and again, you know, I'm not solely using old or recycled or collected bags. I use, as well, new bags. Um, I think it's, it is the conversation between all sides of the story. Um, so it's, yeah, I just think it's uh it's an interesting material that is allowing me to investigate deep, more deeply, um, the possibilities of material, but also investigate kind of the things outside of the studio that I'm interested in, um, and create conversation. I, and I think like, that's really more so at the space that I'm in, in my career and thought process is that, you know, I've spent so much time insular the studio trying to figure out what, is, what am I trying to do that came to a point where I was like, you know, I want to get back out in the world and kind of understand why and how things are the way they are and the things that I'm interested in. And, and I think that's probably more so why the plastic was – I was drawn to it because uh, I really am interested in – in the dialogue uh with individuals to understand more not really for me to express my from what is actually happening outside thanks so much for for
0: getting into this with me because it's um there are a lot of layers here and it's it's just fascinating what's being explored and, and shared and um so I want to wish you well with your upcoming shows and the art production fund. There's more links here for people to find more about your work. I want to ask you one last question, which is what are you reading at the moment? I know that's off topic, but I'm always curious.
1: Well, I'm, I'm not reading. I'm, I'm reading a couple books, but they're completely off of art subjects. I'm reading, um, the, uh, David Goggins, um, autobiography and besides that i'm more so reading in-depthly the the situations that are actually happening obviously the the war that's happening now in ukraine and belarus but then now i'm crossing that over with really trying to take a deeper look into the ongoing um conflicts that have been happening that have kind of been silenced like the ones in yemen um in different parts of Africa that have not really been shined upon. Um, And, and so I'm just kind of cross understanding what is happening globally within all those situations. Um, For some reason, my mind has, maybe it has to do with my age. I don't know, like the getting older, but the, the, current events and the world events have become more and more interesting to me I'm, I'm recently reading a lot on kind of like the whole history of iraq and united states and the iraq wars and iran and just kind of how that whole thing transpired um but yeah i'm like i'm kind of looking into kind of these current and ongoing situations that have been happening Hugo,
0: I want to thank you for talking with me today. Wish you well with your work and exhibitions coming up. Uh, thanks so much for talking with me. Thank you. You're listening to Yale Radio WIBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.